your relationship with your past, part one. Welcome back to Relationships First. It's David Dubay, and I'm really excited to have you here because today in this episode, we're talking about your relationship with your past. And you might be like, this is part one. How many parts are there? I think there's going to be six parts in this series. Six. It's quite a few. And the reason is because your relationship with yourself dictates your relationship with everyone else. If you don't understand you, you will never understand anyone else. I always say this, people get things, but they seldom understand them. They do. Just think of this, Leonardo da Vinci. Do you know who he is? Right, this amazing inventor, amazing artist. He said this, and I quote, an average human looks without seeing listens without hearing, touches without feeling, eats without tasting, moves without physical awareness, inhales without awareness of odor or fragrance, and talks without thinking. He said that, what, in the 16th century? Is that just as true now as it was then? If that's the case, like, it's mind-blowing that someone said that way back when, And it's just as true now. People literally don't think before they act. If they did, there'd be less crime. Like, there's so many things. There'd be less hatred in this world. There would be less of so many things in this world if people thought before they actually acted on anything. The reason people aren't where, like, why society isn't where it could be is because of a lack of understanding. Lack of understanding comes from one thing, education, self-reflection. This is where all of this begins. If we can sit and we can begin to understand and unpack who we are, how we created our personal identity, then when we go out into the world and interact with other people, we will begin to see and understand other people and their identities, how they see themselves in this world. That's why people are acting the way they are. It's because how they perceive themselves in this world. And it's an external thing and not an internal thing. This is taking it internal. By understanding your past, you will then begin to understand your relationship to you and your future. There's a saying, saying is like, if, if we don't, Learn from our past mistakes, we're bound to repeat them. This enables you to not repeat them because you understand who you were at the time of your past. And then understanding that I don't want to make that same mistake and therefore we don't. If you don't journal on a daily or weekly basis, you're missing out because that helps you learn from what you've been doing. And it's an ongoing learning where most people don't do this. And the re- once again, it, it all comes to understanding. When you sit down and you reflect, you're able to unpack things. That's what we're doing. So this part one of, parts, of six parts, this is about two things. So what are the two things that this is about? Literally, it's the two motivating factors in our life. What are they? The first one is the avoidance of pain. We do things to avoid pain. The second thing is for pleasure. We want to gain pleasure. 
two things we do in life is A, avoid pain, and B, gain pleasure. Now, as someone who's a pleasure coach, something I probably haven't talked much about yet, but we will, one of the things I talk about is we're a hedonistic society. We're a society that loves pleasure. But there's a problem with that, the love of pleasure, and the fact that we're not doing it because we're actually seeking pleasure, we're doing it in avoidance of pain. I want you to think about that. Most of our society is avoiding pain, more so than seeking true pleasure. Why is this so important, and why is that the case? Well, it's fear. Our society has been groomed to look at things in fear. And because those people who are looking at things in fear, they're doing things to avoid more pain, more of that fear than they are to want to live life in the best way possible. It's just a matter of life. And it's conditioning through our social atmospheres. Think about it. Think of the people you know who live this way. I know so many people in my life that have lived this way and that continue to live this way. My mother, she was one of the people who lived life in avoidance of pain. And then she died because of pain. The pain my mom had ate her away and killed her. You're like thinking to yourself, David, that's really harsh. It might be, but it's also true. I'm not here to lie to you. I'm here to tell you how things often operate in the world. And when you have an understanding of these things, it can help you live a better life, have a better relationship with yourself and then with others. This is the importance of what I'm sharing with you. This is about you having relationships with other people, but first, one with yourself. One with yourself that's better than it was yesterday and the day before and the day before that. The key to everything I'm sharing is about relationships and having better relationships. Life is predicated on your relationships. So here's the deal. Let's talk about my mother for a moment. My mother passed away in 2017 and she had cancer. It was her third bout with cancer. It literally ate her up from the inside out. Right? My mom hated life. That hate destroyed her. She hated her job. She hated the customers at her work. And all of that, like my mom had opportunity after opportunity after opportunity to get a better life, to have a better life, to have better things in her life. But fear, the fear, the pain of change was so great that she couldn't do it. My mom feared change. So much so that she couldn't leave the bubble or the sphere of her belief system. My mom didn't feel like she deserved greater than what she had. And so she wouldn't try harder than what was given to her. She worked for a company that was a terrible, shitty, 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 shitty company that I absolutely cannot stand. And most of you probably feel the same way who listen to this. Walmart is a shit company. They're trash. You walk in there, you feel like trash in there. But sometimes you have to go to this place that is so trashy. You look at the people who shop there and you know that the people that shop there also 
A, they either feel like you where they're like, I can't believe I'm shopping in this shithole or they're shopping in that shithole because it just makes sense for them. Most of those people who shop there live in avoidance of pain more than the gain of pleasure. Wouldn't you agree to that? They attract that clientele. If you can tell, like, based on the tone of my voice, how much I actually cannot stand this place. Walmart is trash. And they know it. They know it's who they attract. And currently, it works for them. But this, and you have to think about the people that work there also have to feel this pressure as well. It's painful. Some people don't. Some people are used to it. Some people don't have the worry that my mom had. My mom, she got divorced, right? My, my parents divorced. And for a time, my mom was doing so well. And nothing bothered her. She was okay with my father. She was okay with my father's fiance at some point. And she didn't, she wasn't bothered by any of those things. And then she got cancer. The first time with cancer, she was fine. The second time with cancer was more difficult. And the third time, she just, she was in hate. She was loathing life as it was. I gave my mom an opportunity several times. I went to some jewelry stores. My mom was amazing with jewelry. So good with it. She loved it. She knew every stone. She knew she knew where things were mined, where they were found. She knew all like the history of all of the stuff. So I had gotten my mom an interview at a jewelry store. My mom never showed. A jewelry store would have paid my mom what she was worth. My mom was so good with jewelry that people, when she, she worked jewelry at, at Walmart, which sold, if you could imagine, like, think of, like, the most expensive ring at Walmart was, like, you know, one-tenth the price of the most expensive ring at a nice jewelry store. And my mom would have been paid, obviously, more at a jewelry store than she was at Walmart. Walmart didn't give commission. They just paid you a flat salary. Well, she would have gotten, you know, a salary plus commission by working at a jewelry store. So it's, it's frustrating to me. Like, here's an opportunity for you to have and be and do something more for yourself, mom, and also provide more for your daughter, my sister who's blind and autistic, who was living with her because my mom was her caregiver. And my mom, she was too afraid to change her current circumstances in lieu of a better opportunity because she lived in that pain. She was in avoidance of pain all the time. The pain of change was greater than that of the pleasure of a new opportunity. And there's nothing I could do to change that for her. She did not have that understanding. You know, this reminds me of a friend of mine who had posted on one of the social media channels. And he had posted about... He met a gentleman who, a Hispanic gentleman, who for all his life has worked construction and he hated construction. He just could not stand it, but that's what he did. And he did it because that's what his family has always done. His father, his father before him, they always worked construction. They were always into in building. But he, he couldn't stand it. And so his post was something of the fact of like, why would someone do something they hate so much for a living? 
and the funny thing is, is like I know his parents. His his mother, especially, she worked a job she herself hated, but she did it because of what it provided for her family and her right her children. And I thought to myself, like, you're he was so consumed with the little box that he was looking at that he couldn't zoom back his camera to see the perspective of his family and his parents and how they felt. Like they worked jobs, I know his mother for sure, worked a job she did not like. But she did it because the fear of that change, like you gotta think of all the things that go into change. You have to change your insurance provider. Your whether or not you can have the same insurance provider, which means you can't go to the same hospitals or clinics for your kids if your kids get sick. You have to you have new travel plans. You have to go to a new destination. It's leaving the work that you're already used to doing and then maybe having to learn something new that you might not like at all. Like there's so many things that you have to change in order for you to take on a new job or position. In many cases, there's a lot of that change there that makes it painful to leave where you're at. And companies also don't make it easy for you to leave either. Like some companies have these incentives and you're like, I'm so bound to these incentives that if I change my job, my career, am I going to be able to get those same things at this other place? So there's all these other questions that are going on in the background of your head that make you adhere to what you're currently doing because the fear of leaving is so strong. And companies have no incentive to allow you to leave either. So why, why should they? So most people, they live in this fear. The pain is so great that they don't do it. So they, they don't look for new things, greater things, better things, better opportunities for themselves. They're so stuck. And so I'm bringing this up because I want you to be aware of this. You know, there's a, an episode of, I, I think it was 60 Minutes. And this was like eight years ago. And the gentleman was a coal miner. And so they're interviewing this coal miner. And he's like, yeah, I get up at every morning at like four in the morning. Maybe it was earlier than that. And he drives out to all the coal mines in the area and asks for if they have an opening for him. And it had been like eight months he's been doing this. And, and every place he went said no. Like this guy is so stuck to I can only be a coal miner that he didn't think like maybe I should learn a new trade or a new skill and look for a different kind of job. No, the only job this guy could ever think to look for was the same job he had. But because coal mining was being like shut down in the state that he was in, no coal mine had an opportunity for him. So eight months of doing the same. Like, it's like you're in a room of doors. They're all shut. The one you want specifically is colored green. And so you walk to that door, but that door is locked. And the thing is, is you can leave any other door. You can check any other door. But the problem is you only are attracted to that green door. So you'll only go to that green door and try to open it every single day and never try any other of the other doors. Does that make any sense to you? It does not. But this guy was doing that. How many times have you in your life 
experience such a thing. Where like you're you're obsessed over one thing so much so, and yet the answer continued to be no, 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 no. How many people do you see in your life that are doing this? That are constantly attacking the same thing or going after the same thing with the same results, and yet they're expecting something new, right? That is the definition of insanity, doing the same thing over and over again, expecting a different result. I'm telling you, if this is a pattern that you see in your life or you see in the lives of those around you, you have to start thinking a little bit differently about things, don't you? I'm sharing this with you because I want you to see it from another perspective. So maybe you yourself can be like, wow, I've been chasing things wrong. Or my best friend has been doing this wrong. Maybe they should listen to this. Maybe they should think about this. Most people go in life in avoidance of pain as opposed to the gain of pleasure. And we think we're trying to gain pleasure, but what we're actually doing is we're avoiding pain. The reason why social media is so addicting is because what we're doing is we're actually avoiding pain. There's something that you need to be doing that you're not doing, and what you're doing is you're picking up your phone because you can get those quick dopamine hits as opposed to doing what you need to really actually be doing. And let me tell you, I'm sharing this with experience that I know I do the same thing. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not averse to the same things that you that, that I'm talking about. Like, I, I'm not. I go through these things too. But I'm bringing this up because in awareness of it, you can change it. In non-awareness, you can't change it. So the question is, are you doing something in avoidance of pain or gaining of pleasure? And if you're doing it in avoidance of pain, what is the pain point? Attack the pain point. Look at the pain point. Create a new perception around that pain point and you can change your future because you can realize what you've been doing and know that that's not who you are and that's not what you want for yourself. That's why I'm bringing this up. And when you journal, you can realize the reasons why you're doing things. You can bring out those things. All this comes down to is avoidance of emotion that's negative. And we avoid negative emotion because we don't know how to process it sometimes or we don't know that's what we're doing. So this is the realization of that. And I'm hoping that this works for you. This is so far, I think, the longest podcast I've created for the show. But to me, it's one of the most important things to talk about because this is your relationship with your past. Once you realize these things, you can begin to change them. Until you do, you can't do anything. This is invaluable. Now when you realize it for yourself and you can deal with it yourself, then you can look at it and help other people through this process as well. And if you don't want to help them through the process, all you have to do is share this podcast with them. Share this episode. Share this show with them. Share this with them. Let people hear this. Let people know this and understand this. You don't have to be the expert in their life. You can let someone else do that. That's where I come in. If this was helpful to you, if this was useful for you, share this out with the world. Rate this. Let me know what you think. Join our community. If you want to join our community, our private community, go to relationships, with an S, dash first.com and join our community. We'd love to have you there. I am David Dubay. 
with relationships first. And I look forward to seeing you, hearing you, experiencing you sometime soon, hopefully on the next episode. Take care.